Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Saturday Night of the Movies, or welcome to Saturday Night of the Movies. Whichever, if you're listening for the first time on this episode, I mean, that's a strange number to start on, but hey, welcome. <laughs> My name is Daryl, I'm Mr. Meathook. With me, as always, is the lovely and talented Miss Kate Phoenix. Blue. And my boy, Blue, Mr. Brian Strang. How do you do? <laughs> <laughs> What's everyone been up to? Nothing working. exciting. Yeah, working, packing. I finally got my shirt from Cavity Colors. <laughs> Nice. Only what? Uh, two months late. Two but months it, late. Yeah. I can't blame them. Yeah, post office. Was it a Christmas shirt? It was. It was. I finally That's... got my Silent Night, Deadly Night shirt. All right. Very, very timely. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll have it now for next year. You can wear that all year round. This is that's so true. I'm definitely going to because it's a really nice shirt. I mean, like my my Friday Thirteenth ugly Christmas sweater. That's definitely seasonal. But like a Christmas gory or Saturday night. I mean, Silent Night, Deadly Night, or something like that. That's different. That's I don't know. I have that's if, it, if it were cold here more than like two a weeks, couple days a year. Yeah, I would wear my Gizmo sweater. It has Gizmo with a Santa hat on. I would wear that every day if i could but unfortunately it's way too fucking hot in florida you're kidding me (laughs) what what are the odds i I don't believe you but i actually have the windows open today what it's like 65 here today i was it's in the like 40s here that's supposed to be 80 supposed to be 80 next week it's probably supposed to be that here as well just with humidity yeah oh no that is 32 degrees it does not feel like that fuck that it, it, it seriously doesn't even feel like 32 degrees. It seriously feels like it's in the high 40s right now. Like, I'm running outside in shorts and... <laughs> Floridians at that weather <laughs> bundle up. Yeah. Actually, they bundle up and then they still wear flip-flops. Well, I mean, we have flip-flops. I, I just wear mine around the house. I don't even own flip-flops. Wow. That, that's just sad on so many levels. Why? I don't go outside without shoes. Why would I need flip-flops? Those are technically classified as shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you also do only own like one pair of pants, right? Other uh, <laughs> than work pants. No, you know what? I bought two more pairs yesterday because mine were getting pretty pretty rough shod, so I bought a couple more last night at Target. Yay for new pants. But I don't own any shorts, aside from basketball shorts for lounging around the house. I own two pairs of shorts because I also hate shorts. So apparently I'm the only one that loves shorts. <laughs> apparently so. So anyways, what's everyone been watching? Kate, you want to go with your huge stack of movies first? My huge stack of nothing. Yay. I know that's why I picked you first. <laughs> I know, exactly. Actually, because I, yeah, I already talked about the one that I thought I hadn't talked about. So yeah, it a uh, big whopping zero. It's sad. Well, I've been pretty busy, so I get it. Brian, what have you watched? All right. I will start it out with the somewhat mediocre, because of the story, Wonder Woman 1984. I've heard it's boring and too long. Yeah, it, it it's two and a half hour long, which normally, you know, that's typical superhero movie length. So I'm like, okay, you know, it is what it is. But... 
the whole premise of the movie is the monkey's paw story. So it, how they stretch that into the two and a half hour time frame, it, a lot of it probably could have been cut out. Either they probably could have just rewrote the movie itself. Yeah. But um, it, I mean, you know, it's typical superhero movie. Gail Godot or Goddard, however you pronounce her last name. You know, she was hot and awesome as Wonder Woman. Kristen Wiig was hot up until, you know, horribly CGI Cheetah. Our boy Pedro Pascal was awesome. In it. And for those who don't know who he is, he's the nice. Mandalorian. Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, honestly, I would say skip the movie or go. It's odds out by now. The end credits is on YouTube. So I'd say watch that because that does expand this whole multiverse idea that they're trying to do. Okay. So yeah, so watch that. Watched one called Buddy Games, which is your typical group of best friends doing a bunch of bullshit shenanigans and drinking games and people get hurt. It's it's kind of almost along the lines of tag, but I thought tag was done a lot better. And not, not to take away from this movie, because this movie did have a pretty good cast in it. Um, and uh, it was done by Josh Dumal, or yeah, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, it had Olivia Munn, uh, James Roday, Kevin Dillon, Dax Shepard, Nick Schwartzen, uh, Jensen Ackles, and Seamus have small cameos in it. Seamus and who? Jensen Ackles. I don't know who that is. From Supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. Never and he was that. in the uh, My Bloody Valentine remake. Okay. So that one was okay. There's Can't Take It Back, which I like to refer to as a poor man's unfriended, where a group of snotty, bitchy girls decide to be fun to write awful messages on another girl's page, and one by one they start to die because of a vengeful spirit. And yeah, that's pretty much that one. Got Warning do Not Play, which is a Korean horror movie about a young uh, horror film director who's just trying to find a new project to do. And she stumbles upon uh, footage of film that's said to be directed by a ghost. And she sets out to find out whether or not it's accurate and true. And then strange occurrences happen. And this one I would recommend it is on Shudder. So... If you don't mind Korean films or well, foreign films in general, subtitles, which you know, a lot of people do. I don't know why. I would say give it a watch. And the last one I have is called Party Line, which is about a brother and sister who end up picking up random people through one of those late night phone lines. And they end up killing them. And it's pretty much a... I don't want to say border borderline slasher, but essentially that's kind of what it is because the bar just goes around uh, like slicing people up. Yeah, that's all I got. Yep. I watched a story about a killer orphan and his pet frog. Oh, I'm sorry. I watched The Mandalorian season two. <laughs> <laughs> I, w I, I said, okay, I'm going to watch one episode, then I'm going to go to bed. I ended up watching four, and then I went to bed for like three hours, and I woke up and watched the other four episodes. Can't get enough of the Baby Yoda. It is the way. And then the only movie that I watched was I watched the 2021 uh, 
unreleased because it's not out yet, although it's out, if that makes any sense. I watched the Mark Polonia film, Virus Shark. What is it with all these shark movies? <laughs> Wait, why are you complaining? <laughs> I mean, what's, I'm just saying. Everybody's what, getting in on this, movies? Yeah. this shark business. Everyone I mean, wants a shark movie. This is not the first shark movie this guy has made. He's made a bunch. This yeah, is the, this is but the, I'm just saying. This guy made the Land Shark, um, Sharkenstein, Brian's favorite Amityville Island. <sighs> <laughs> so yeah, it's. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be released by Wild Eye because Wild Eye releases most of his films. But there is a Blu-ray available through Sub Rosa. That's a pre-release Blu-ray. There's only a hundred copies. So if you want to check it out, go to Sub Rosa's. Go to srscinema.com. Search Virus Shark. Buy it. I think it's twenty bucks. Is it worth it? Yeah, if you know what you're getting yourself into. It was made on the cheap. It was uh, from from concept to completion was five weeks yeah. during during the pandemic. So yeah, gotta move fast with these movies. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're doing something topical like a virus. So on a scale of bad shark movie to really really bad shark movie, where does it fit <laughs> in? <laughs> um. Well, I mean, it's better than Ouija Shark. Okay, but and I, again, I haven't I'm... seen I haven't seen Amityville Island to compare it to that. Well, I'm sure Ouija Shark had more shark than Amityville Island did. Probably, although Ouija Shark had less shark than you would think. It was mostly just girls in bikinis. That doesn't sound bad to me at all. That's because you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd put it somewhere towards the lower end, but if you go in knowing what to expect knowing that it's a shitty shark movie and knowing who it's made by and the type say, of yeah, movies that he puts out. Plenty of film. If you know the kind of movies that he puts out, then, you know, it, it's it's what you expect. Okay. So and I could expect to see it on Tubi then shortly. I don't know, because it doesn't even come out until March. Eh, I'm sure it'll be on Tubi. Because <laughs> that's where most of them are. Tubi and uh, Prime. Most of the Wild Eye movies. Yeah. Or on Wild Eye TV. Because Wild Eye has a, a Roku channel. Oh, do they? I didn't yes, know that. Yes, they do. That's the everyone only place. That, a... Yeah, everyone has everyone has a Roku channel. Yeah. I know. Every everyone has a channel. Surprise! Start putting the... their podcasts on there. Surprise! The Sleazebox doesn't have a Roku channel yet. They probably would get kicked off, like they did off of Vimeo. Right. Unfortunately. But they're on OnlyFans. Who else is on OnlyFans? Me. If you want to see awesome photos of myself, check out my OnlyFans. It's onlyfans.com forward slash risen phoenix like I or just pl- check out the link like how i work that plug in for you yes i i appreciate it so much Wait, my cat keeps walking on all my notes for this movie because yes nope. i took a lot of notes <laughs> no kitty that's a bad kitty kitty stop being a dildo <laughs> so kate what you know, what's coming your slot lately yay do i get my theme song <coughs> <laughs> Name the movie, name the movie, name the movie that came in Kid Slot. <laughs> Yay! Okay, so this is this was actually a fun week of, of getting, well, I mean, I always like getting, getting movies in, but this is actually an order from Tempe. Oh, nice. So the first one is Ozone. It's the signature edition, so um, J.R. Bookwalter, yeah, signed it, and it's got a really nice slip. And then we've got <laughs> um, Bikini Frankenstein, Double Bill with Twilight Vance. So this one uh, definitely should be a good one. And then also got, because it was on sale, the SOV six-pack. bitch, am I the only one that doesn't fucking have that? Probably. 
I just, I, <laughs> I can't at that price. I know, How but it? it goes back and forth between 60 and a hundred. Yeah. And, and somewhere in the middle. This was okay. on sale at 60. I think it was like 59.99. Um, and this one is also signed by J.R. Bookwalter. So it includes uh, Kingdom of the Vampire, Chick Boxer, um, Galaxy of the Dinosaurs, Zombie Cop, Maximum Impact, and Humanoids from Atlanta, Atlantis. And then it does include a double-sided posters for four of the movies, I think. Um, I don't want to, I don't feel like pulling all this shit out of here. But it's got soundtracks. Actually, I think it says what it comes with on the back. Yeah, reversible wraps with original VHS artwork, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and then two bonus soundtrack music C CDs. And there are actually three reversible 10 by 13 mini posters. And then there's a 24-page booklet with photos and uh, liner notes. So you should get this, Daryl. Well, I mean, I have recently been stimulated, so maybe. Yeah, use the money you paid the government already <laughs> to, to pay it forward and buy some SOV goodness. So that is what came in Kate's slot this week. Wait, you got from Tempe, but you didn't get the movie that put Tempe on the map? What movie was that? Where, uh, the Dead Next Door? Oh, we already own that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we ordered that or got that one a while ago. Okay. I've had that on every possible format that he's put it out on. I love that stupid movie. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not a good movie, but considering that it was, you know, shot on, it's either 8mm or Super 8. Over the course of two years on pretty much no money and that Sam Raimi financed it, I enjoy it. Is that the one that they ended up doing the Kickstarter for or Indiegogo or something like that? Oh, no, no. Because this was made in the 80s. Well, I, I, like a re-release. If they did, I don't know about it. Okay. Probably not. No. I'm probably getting the wrong movie, but I'm pretty sure we owned it next door. Okay. Eric's going to listen to this and be like, wow, she can't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> anything going on news-wise? Um, I, I, I don't know. I've been kind of busy. Um, Me too. Oh, wait. Well, no, I guess we, after much back and forth of did she, didn't she, uh, oh, yeah. it was confirmed that Tanya Roberts did pass away. Oh, she did? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was like a day later, yeah. or two days later. Yeah. Unfortunately. Which is crazy because it's literally right after the big release of Veneer Syndrome's Beastmaster. Yeah, it was. Um, Which is a beautiful set, by the way. It really is. I do love my Beastmaster. Yeah, our friend actually, who works for for VS, he was over the other day, and he goes, "You guys got yours? I haven't even gotten mine yet." And he he works for them, but he just wanted to see how beautiful it was. Nothing newsworthy going on. No, I mean a, a lot of films are putting out like pictures for the stuff that was supposed to come out last year, but is now hopefully coming out this year. So like your favorite Halloween franchise put out a new picture Ugh. the forever purge which is said to be the final film in the purge series put Wait, out was, a picture wasn't the first purge supposed to be the last purge i no that was a prequel i know but i thought that was supposed uh, to be like, the last film in the series no they got one more in the book because i'm pretty sure when the last purge movie came out which was the first purge correct yes I'm pretty sure that they, they had said then that that was the last one. Yeah. Money. No, this money. Was say, but of course, money, money talks. Money. Yeah, I mean, no. how so many bands is... have done their final tour 10 times? Yeah, don't get me started on that. Fucking Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the Forever Purge currently planned for July 9th, 2021. 
and this is actually the very first time I've even heard of that movie. I didn't even know it was coming. Yeah, it was I supposed to like be I... out uh, last summer, and it never happened because can't imagine why. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I don't even know what movies are coming out or exist anymore because of this last year. There are See, no movies anymore. Yeah. Movies, movies are canceled. Yeah. Now yeah, no, that's what, I, I think during, during a pandemic and grind them out on on Indiegogo. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, I think with video on demand and then all these streaming services that while they probably do lose a ton of money at this point it was their might be their only options. If oh, theaters don't reopen, there is a new streaming service, and it's actually pretty rad. And it's free if you're ha- if you have unlimited with Verizon for a year, and that would be Discovery Plus, which I'm a huge nerd, so I love that sh- or love that channel. Um, and it includes Travel Channel. What is it? They own Animal Planet, right? Yeah, they oh, pretty they, much. They got like of- the Food Network and everything too. Yeah, so pretty much all of their channels that they own are on this and they're going to be uploading a lot of their stuff. So we watch the really cheesy show, ghost show, destination fear. I don't know why I love it. The the people that run it are actually fun and not like over obnoxiously over the top. <laughs> Zach Baggins. He is not in this. That I is know. not his show. I know. But so, you said obnoxiously over the top. I said, yeah. Oh, <coughs> yeah. Baggins. Yeah, we actually just watched the special of the C- when they went to the Cecil Hotel. And I can't stand the way he talks. He's I feel like he's talking down to me like he's condescending. Oh, because he is. Yeah. So but I but I am going to go check out his museum when I go to Vegas. I mean, I would go as well. But yeah, this other one, though, the kid that runs this one, Dakota Layden, used to do filmography stuff for Zach Baggins show. Okay. So it's like his little spin-off thing. And actually it's like him, his sister and his two best friends that go around the world or go around the country to the most haunted places. So um that is up and they have all the the two seasons up for that. So they have and they have like Expedition um Unknown. So like all that Josh Gates stuff. So if you haven't checked it out, I would highly recommend it because it literally has like a huge chunk of Discovery Channel's catalog, and they're putting more. I'm still waiting for Trading Spaces, but once they have that up, I'll be super excited. I, I don't watch TV. <laughs> I really, like, I love Discovery's, like, specials, and they have, like, Planet Earth and uh, all that on there, so I'm excited to watch that stuff. We like watching documentaries and everything, so I'm stoked for this. Well, it sounds like fun if that's the kind of things you're into. Yes. So then I guess it's time for Midnight Movie Madness, and since I didn't pick one ahead of time because I was grossly unprepared. Just we'll go ahead and go with a virus shark. It was, I don't, I couldn't find a budget for it. I even watched it again with the commentary where, I mean, I did learn some, some like behind the scenes stuff on it, but he never mentioned the budget, but I can't imagine it was more than probably 10 grand. It's definitely made on the cheap, which is fine. I, I have zero problems with that. Oh, also the, the CGI in the movie is atrocious. And I laughed at <laughs> I and mean, I laughed at it most of the time. So at least there's that. I mean, that tends to be the the case case with most of his movies. At least it wasn't like infuriating CGI bad. It, like infuriatingly bad. It was like hilariously bad. Like not quite as like low key budget or low budget as like suburban Sasquatch CGI, but still <laughs> but still pretty bad. <laughs> and that was that was pretty bad. Oh, come on. That cop car scene was hilarious, though. <laughs> That's it the highlight bad. of the movie. So do we have anything else before we move on to 
what we watched collectively. <laughs> not that, what not what we watched, but what we watched collectively. Uh, I think it would be appropriate to promote our friend's book. Of course. Cradle the Brain of February 8th. So we will have Elena on in three episodes. If my math is correct. Yeah. Where can we get it? Uh, you can get on Amazon and I, I would assume Barnes and Nobles. But I'm not positive. I know okay, Amazon for sure. Okay, cool. She's uh, really excited for everyone to read it, which I got an early copy and I really enjoyed it. So I don't read. You don't do a lot of things. I mean, I don't not, like. Don't misunderstand me. I can read. <laughs> I just don't. My big problem is I have like serious ADHD, and reading anything puts me to sleep. I uh, see. I've, I'm reading about tried, a haunted house. I've tried writing scripts for some of my videos. And if I do anything other than notes, I, I pass out. I have to do bullet points when I do when I do videos because if I write a script, I'm going to fall asleep because I'm reading as I'm writing it. Wow. Let's see. I'm reading. Which one is this? Meg Night Stalkers, which is like the sixth book in the series. I'm reading Craven Manor, which is by Darcy Coates, who writes. It looks like mostly haunted house. <clears throat> horror stories because those are actually my favorite uh, books to read or haunted house stories or some of them. Is it about so I got Craven? it for Christmas. Is it about Craven Moorhead? <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I know. I know. It had to come from you. I mean, it's pretty great. Yeah. I but mean, are, but it, when it comes down to it, aren't we all Craven Moorhead? I mean, that's true. That's true. Always. All right. Brian, you want to roll the, uh, the trailer? I'm on it, boss. It was like the Cinnabon. It changed us. Made us inhuman. Don't make me kill you to get the point across that I will kill you. I don't know why Satan chose your hairy goblet to drink from, but he has. You men are all the same. You think you can just take what you want? Well, not anymore. There's a new sheriff in town, and her meat flaps are packing death! Bitch. 
So for those that are unaware, we watched the 2016 Ron Bonk. I'm going to say the word because I think it is. We watched the Ron Bonk masterpiece, She Kills. It is based on the book She Kills with Her Crotch, which um, after some research, I'm pretty sure is not a real book. (laughs) (laughs) Because unless it's in reference to like what this movie is based on, I can't find any mention of that book on the Internet. It's probably fake. Um, Yeah, I'm guessing that was out there as as a joke. But yeah, it's supposedly based on, on the book She Kills with Her Crotch. So, Kate, what did you think of She Kills? I love this movie. Not more than House Shark, though, because House Shark is my favorite. Okay. There, I, I took notes on it because there were certain things I was, I was just like, what the fuck? Um, you mean like most of the movie is what the fuck? It's true. Um, that's why I, t- I took a lot of notes. Like, who the fuck rubs their nipples with flowers? <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that before, nor have I ever had the desire to, but, you know, whatever gets you off. <laughs> so hold on, funny story. So, because we were talking about this as we were supposed to record yesterday, and I'm like, so we start watching the movie, and then there she is, just rubbing her nipples with a flower. I'm just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck does Daryl have us watching now? In like in like the first thirty <laughs> seconds of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say she got smarter as the movie went on. Um. Because in the beginning, she's an idiot. Like, the things that she says, you're like, what What the fuck? And so apparently, like, having Satan crouch suddenly makes you have a brain. I don't know. Like, I just noticed that like, when she said, um, what was it, mahogany instead of monogamy? Yeah. And I was like, okay, so how is she going to be this, this badass killer? And then, bam, I don't know. Her husband dies, and she, which is not spoiling it because, yeah, happens very the whole early. premise around it yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah I, I don't know he died and she got more intelligent she suddenly knew how to like kick ass and um also i'm forever going to refer to uh fucking as uh pickled this mango <laughs> <laughs> um i liked this the same characters from house shark or the same actors were in this one as well mm-hmm. and I that mustache though on what's his face on Dirk on <laughs> Dirk Cat. and when you find out it goes down around his nipples <laughs> it, it, like, uh, it is one of the greatest fake looking handlebar mustaches yes one yeah. of it's it's probably the greatest of all time yeah of fake handlebar mustaches um I uh, normally don't condone animal violence however. The cat and dog fighting. <laughs> like, literally in my head, though, I'm going, someone had to make this shit. <laughs> like, they had to buy a stuffed cat, multiple stuffed cats, so and they can stretch them in, and turn it them, out. Turn them into bow staffs? Yes, yeah. and then pies. Like, pussy pie. That's essentially <laughs> what that is. I was, like, in, watching this going, someone made this. Someone okay. bought multiple of the same plushies and the dog, cut them up. I was like, don't forget nunchucks. your dog nunchucks. <laughs> yes. By the way, the dog nunchucks are available for sale at SRS Cinema. Damn, I want the cat pie. Like, that's the one that I want. No, I'm sad that that one is not. not. There. The, I, I always love spotting the uh, movie fillers because 
every independent film has movie scene stretchers that you know extend mm. out that lovely runtime. That dance sequence, though, you can't be angry <laughs> at it. <laughs> that dance sequence. Um, but the movie could have been ten minutes shorter without it. It it could have, <laughs> it could have, but I was okay with it. I did start the movie going, "Why, why is it so long?" Because that was my one thing about House Shark too, is that it mm-hmm. did drag on a little bit. Um, right. This one did a little bit as well, but I was kind of okay with that. Um, I appreciated the things about film that it made fun of. For example, the split second stunt double. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, I, love, even... I love when the, the boom mic operator fell into the seat. It fell into the frame. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, it just, everything about it and the, the crow makeup and how it was like slow music. It was all in slow motion as this is occurring. And um, yeah. And also vegetarian. It's what it should be called. Freaking amazing. I thought that's what, what I thought that was what it was called. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what I, that's what I am. I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. So just forever and always, that's what it'll be. I appreciated the miniatures because I'm a huge fan of miniatures. The miniature is also available at SRS cinema. <laughs> Really? Okay, so I yes. may have to. They're probably way out of my price range, but well, they're like twenty bucks a piece. Oh, really? Yeah, they're very reasonably priced. I may have to go purchase. And the cat nunchucks, I think, are a hundred. Or the dog? Or the the dog nunchucks? Yeah, I, th- I believe they're. I 100. really want the cat pie, though. I might message him and be like, "Who owns this?" Because I need it. I I appreciate the uh, the rant at the end, at like credit sequence rolling. His little rant <laughs> about his um his team essentially mm-hmm. if they don't meet certain qualifications they're out and he doesn't care if they're packing if they're packing <laughs> heat he's like um and then the tiny print in the credits at the end i may which, have missed that um oh, damn it i forgot what it specifically said because i left my tablet in the other room on the act on accident um, but go back and like r- right towards the end there's tiny ass credits and it talks about it was like 99% of something. Ah, damn it. I can't remember it now. Um, I'll try and look it up as Brian is giving his uh, thing on it. But yeah, those are my, like this movie is what I love about independent film. I love how shark more, but this movie is in second. Like it's just, it's ridiculous. It's also voodoo say is, says it's a horror suspense movie. I just want to let you guys know that. So I'd say that it's. I would say that it's not. I would say yeah, that it's, it's an it's, action it's, horror comedy. Yes, but they say it's a suspense movie. <laughs> I'm like, what? What's the suspense in this film? Right. But yeah, I saw that and had to uh, make sure you guys knew that. Okay, so the Plasticville stuff. It looks like it's running from uh, from ten to from ten to fifteen dollars. Yeah, I really I need one of those little miniature sets. And There's I also would... costume pieces available. Kate, if you're interested, there's panties. <laughs> um, this chick though was who was she in House Shark? The the chick in this one. I don't recall her being in House Shark. Yeah, she's credited in House Shark. Oh, yeah, she? she's credited yeah. for for House Shark, and I can't remember who it said she was. Was she the uh, ba- she wasn't the babysitter? Was she? No, the babysitter. No. The babysitter was someone else. Yeah. Um, she is credited. Oh, uh, she's what's his face's wife. Ex-wife? What, no. Ex-wife? Eleanor? 
No, his ex-wife is Lady Bird. That's that's who she's credited as in House Shark was Eleanor. Yeah, his ex-wife's name is Lady Bird. Right. I always thought that was an interesting name. And that's the name of the dog in King of the Hill. Brian, if you're interested, Blue's Vest is available at SRS Cinema Store. For how much? Ninety dollars. God damn. I, I, I may have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I recognized the voice at the end of the movie based on it. Um, I knew immediately who it was. Who the senator? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. A- yeah. As soon as I heard it, I was like, it's "Fucking Abraham." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's credited in on IMDb as Boomer, I think, and then it, in the he movie, plays he's like credited. three roles. Okay, that's what it is then. I couldn't remember who else he was in the movie. Yep. Here's the dog nunchucks available for sale. $100. That poor dog. <laughs> like, he got ripped apart, and then he got put back together. <laughs> and then only runs outside get, and gets run Yeah, over. only to get hit by a car outside. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I was at, it looked, it was the same house from House Shark, right? Like, that's what it looked like from the Yeah, I think it door. is. I would. I mean, I I don't know, obviously, but I'm I would guessing guess it's, it's probably Ron's house. Ron's house. Well, when when she comes in, yeah, and you could s- see the stairway and everything like that. That was the entryway. Yeah. So same multiverse, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, like I know lots of houses that were in independent films. Mine, for example. Is that your house in Crack Baby Billionaire? Maybe. Maybe. Give <laughs> <laughs> me more thoughts on it, Kate. Um, I think that thoughts was or no- my... Thoughts or notes? Um, I was looking... Oh, I did like the... Uh... Oh, what did I put? I put a note in here about Mr. Vampire 4, and now I don't remember why I was comparing this movie to Mr. Vampire 4. Okay, then we'll we'll go to Brian. If you remember, then... Yeah. Brian! All right. Well, huh, first, I gotta show my boy Blue some love. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get his trailer, because... I'm sure it's going to be great like Dirk's. (laughs) There is a man alive today whose brain has not evolved beyond that of primitive man's. He is without passion, without logic. He lives to enforce the rules of his gang, the Touchers. A mindless eating machine will attack and destroy anything as if God created a monster and gave him the name Blue. David Royal is Blue in She Kills. This movie is unrated. Under 17 will not be admitted even if accompanied by an adult. Side note, by the way, the credits say that 99% of the credits are made up because they only had three people like working on the film and it says something about um, if you don't believe them, then you try. So... Brian, what did you think of the movie? So, when I first saw the trailer, uh, you know, part of me was just like, okay, it's Daryl's movie, you know. (laughs) 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 I'm sure I'll be in for a treat or something. Um, Something. (laughs) I'm like, it is definitely something. But no, I I liked the whole um, grindhouse exploitation style that they did. I, they probably, didn't need all the styles in there, but somehow it worked as Ron <laughs> normally gets it to work, and I don't get it. Because the man's a genius. I say only he can pull it off. <laughs> I know. Like you, you have your um revenge murder escapades, 
You have your uh, Kung Fu in there, which I love that they're fighting. And then the dad hits the wall and the painting drops down and they splice <laughs> it to it being back up. Yeah. Dirk with his amazing handlebar mustache that went around his nipples. <laughs> Poor Jenny wearing that fucking Merkin. Good God, that was like the world's biggest fucking Merkin. Like, do they have that thing on fucking sale? Because Ryan will buy it. I, I totally would buy it just because it is the biggest fucking thing I've ever seen. So I, I don't know why she decided to wear it. Because it's the 70s, man. Yeah. Well, she could have had, she had plenty of time to grow something out. Do you know how hard that shit is, though? If you shave it all the time to just magically make it go poof, 70s style, you're not getting it. Oh, you've tried, huh? <laughs> yes, American <laughs> guinea pig, actually. <laughs> I was instructed I wasn't allowed to shave until we were done filming that movie. So, yes, I've tried. So, TMI, guys. TMI. You're welcome. <laughs> A little bit of BTS action. <laughs> yes. But no, like I like the biker gang, except Beatrice. She was annoying as shit. You, you like the touchers? Yeah, the, uh, the name. Like, it said it all right there. Mm-hmm. You've just been touched. <laughs> <laughs> and poor, poor Blue. Like, he was the muscle of the group, but man, was he dumb. He was a man child. He was a man child. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I like the, um, I did like how she came in in like the crow form. And then she pretty much killed everyone in the bar with the exception of Blue and Beatrice. And then she ends up going into, I guess, what I'll call kill Bill form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the she ends up with the shootout in the warehouse, which again, realistically, she would have been out of fucking bullets like five seconds in. <laughs> but Sir, you have to suspend your disbelief. <laughs> I know. And you say, say so you say kill Bill form. I, you say kill Bill form. I say I, super, I, super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Sadie. Okay, see, I, I, I don't know. Or she Did, just went Pam Greer on their asses. Pam Greer. Nope. No, no, there's only one Pam Greer. There is. She's amazing. So, but yeah, no, like, like I had really, really, really low expectations. And wow, thanks. Well, is that I what mean, you expect from me? Just really low expectations? No, I, I have mean, higher expectations. Like, I went in low, but then I came out really high. So, wait, well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it as is. I came out really high. <laughs> what kind of high, right? <laughs> I mean, my neighbors were smoking a bunch. So <laughs> at that point, I'm like, you might as well just come on in. You pass that shit. <laughs> but no, I, I was pleasantly happy. Um, does it make absolute sense? No. Is no. it the greatest film in the world? Maybe. Possibly. It might be one of them. Realistically, is it one of the best movies out there? Yes. No, let's be honest. But fun level, god damn, is it fun? And I will agree with Kate. My really my only complaint again, time length. They they could have trimmed stuff in and out. But overall the only thing I can think of they could have possibly trimmed was the dance. Everything else is necessary. Everything else is one hundred percent essential to the plot. Um including the 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 stuff that like obviously is in there as a joke where like you said, the guy falls against the wall and the yeah, painting the, starts to no, fall no, you and, need and, that. and then it's you, fine. You need that. Like exactly. you, need, you need that. You need, you need the those boom guys. operator falling when the two women are talking about their vaginas. <laughs> Cause that's the only way that scene really works. Um, 
I would say you probably could have trimmed some of the motel scene. Yeah. And I think the scene too, where she's um, fucking what's his name and pulls out like his intestine. Oh, I was say oh, that or um, I thought you were going to say well, she's raping the guy with the bottle. Yeah. I was going to say the, where she just keeps skull fucking the guy with the beer bottle and <laughs> tears his skull apart. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. There's, I'm sorry, but no, that's all necessary. It could be trimmed, not taken no. out, but trimmed. Like, I think after the 10th thrust that she did with the beer bottle, people got the point. Fine, whatever. We'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> but I love this movie. It might, it's either as good as or better than House Shark, in my opinion. It, it's pretty much a perfect film, except for, like you said, it does run a tad long. But whatever. I'm not going to, I mean, that was Ron's vision. So, hey, if that's your vision, that's your vision. I don't ever feel like it drags, but it, sometimes it's just like, okay, yeah, we get it. It, it is a at times it is a bit the scenes do go on just a tad too long but never to the point where i'm like okay come on already oh yeah i didn't feel that way i actually looked at the runtime and was like oh damn i'm already over halfway through the movie yeah yeah i was at, and it's shorter than house shark <laughs> so by like a full 10 minutes yeah. yeah but yeah i i personally adore the shit out of this movie i own two copies i have it on blu-ray and on the uh, the family video exclusive dvd which is ironic since I don't even have a family video. By the way, rest in peace, family video. I know. Going out of business. Yeah, so sad. It was I a mean, matter of time. <laughs> it was. And, but yeah, I don't have one around here because I guess it's a Midwest chain. But yeah, yep. it, it still sucks. I was like, ours went out of business a long time ago. Uh, mine and yeah. where I'm from in Ohio is still was still clinging, clinging to life. But they had yeah, some like, good ba- business strategies that kept them afloat. All the family videos did. So, Brian, what would you rate She Kills? All right, so I'm going to give it two ratings. I'm going to give it a realistic rating. I'm going to give it a fun rating. So, realistic rating, I'm going to give it 3.75. That's more than I thought you would say. On a fun <laughs> rating, I'm giving it a six. That's amazing. <laughs> six out of five. Like, it is so fun. Like, I have to own this movie. So, like, Ron Bach is, like, a fucking genius. He so, really we, we, we talked about House Shark. We talked about this. I, I I think it is our civic duty to now do Night of Something Strange. Well, he, I believe he only produced that. I think it was listed as directing credits for him. I don't believe so. Consult the Oracle. Yep. IMDb. Help us out. Imdubuf. Let's see. Producer. Okay. So, yeah. He did only produce it. It still counts, though. It's still one of his movies. Or we could just, like, get him on here. Talk yeah. to him. He did leave a voicemail for me. So if anything, I mean, he just couldn't do their, their podcast that week. So we could schedule a time to talk to him. Well, Kate, to find that's, not, Kate, that's another you. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll message him later. I own. Mo- I personally own most of his movies. That's, be- that's just because I own so much of the SRS library. We're getting there. I don't own 100% of the library, especially since a lot of it's been out of print for a long time. I would say, I think I just own House Shark. Wow. Uh, or, well, no, correction, I do own High 8, but that's packed away right now. But yeah, other than that, I'm talking about like through him, like his movies. I do own plenty of other SRS movies. Technically, Eric owns all of them, but he made it. I know he made an order that I talked about movies that we got him before. Um, when he bought my house shark shirt, mm-hmm. that eight bitch or the the Nintendo shirt, 
Yeah. 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 I got it for Christmas. <laughs> I, I kind of like, need, yes. need that one and the House Shark Halloween shirt. I haven't, I know that I have seen the Halloween one. I liked, I really liked the Nintendo one though. Yeah. So I'm super excited. Just one to do that one. Yeah. Yeah. I was so excited to get that for Christmas. The fact that She Kills only has a 5.2 at IMDb, that's fucking tragic. Well, actually, though, it's it's actually pretty good for an independent film, though, on IMDb. Like, usually they get like threes. So even because though, like, that, I because believe... the people that, because people that are watching them aren't their target audience. Yeah, they. Uh, well, I don't know why. In comparison, the new Wonder Woman's five point five. Right, and everyone's Ooh, calling that movie there. a piece of shit. So keep that in mind. It's because people just don't know how to take that humor, except for Suburban Scott Sasquatch. The movie can just die in a trash pile. I will say, Daryl, if given the opportunity, like if I owned the movie or something, I would rewatch it. Mm-hmm. He's going to buy chance. you the movie now. <laughs> Hell no. You know how expensive that movie is? Yeah. Uh, no. so <laughs> if I owned the movie, I would give it another chance. Well, I give the movie a six out of five. Kate, what do you give it? I'm going to give it, I think, I don't remember what I, I think I gave How Shark a five out of five. I believe you did. Um, so I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of 5 because it's not quite the level of House Shark, but it is up there. And See, I, I think I actually enjoy this one a little more. Nah, nah. But part of it is because of Abraham. Although he makes appearances in this movie, it's Abraham in his face touching. Like with that monster dick at the end of the movie? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because that's what I'm watching it going. I know that voice. <laughs> The grab boy dick. Yeah, the yes. grab boy dick, yes. <laughs> By the way, um, I don't know if it's a joke or not, but at the end of the credits, it says that there's going to be a she kills with her anus. Yes, I did see that as well. I, I hope that's a real thing. but I, I hope it is, and I, I, I would love to be in joke. it. We, we need Ron on here now. By her. We need Ron on here now. Yeah. To, to clarify these things for us. Yes, we do. We love you, Ron. We do. I'm pretty sure, yeah, when I got that voicemail from him, I, like, lost my shit. So, Brian, do we have a hottie of the week? We sure do! It is none other than Jenny Russo. I thought you were going to say it was blue. No. (laughs) (laughs) I would have gone the dirt. No, Jenny Russo was a fucking badass in this movie. Yeah, she was. Pretty easy on the eyes, too. Brian, what are we watching next week? Uh, next week. By we, I mean you guys, because I probably won't be able to to make it on. But I will try. I will try, though. Well, yeah, try your hardest. Try as hard as Dirk tries to bang every chick as possible. I thought you were going to say as hard as Dirk stick, but you know. Well, no, because why why would I say that? (laughs) If anything, I would say try as hard as he grows that mustache. But no, we, we will be watching the 2020 film Castle Freak. Oh, cool. Which was uh, remade by Barbara Crampton. Indeed. And I've actually already seen that one. I was I have seen it as well. But I figure it's something that is literally new because it just came out like a, a few month weeks ago. ago. Yeah, like I would say a few weeks ago, yeah. So be something new for us to watch on the show. It's available on Shudder. That it is. All right, do we have anything else before we get out of here? Before we make like trees and get out of here? I'm just going to plug one thing I referenced Absolutely. earlier. If you haven't seen Mr. Vampire, any of the Mr. Vampires, I highly recommend them. They're really bad, but they're amazing. And there's an, I think what it was is I was comparing it to the food fight in Mr. Vampire 4. Okay. So if you haven't watched them, watch them. Where can we find those? I don't know. 
I actually have been trying to get them on physical media. There's there's some set somewhere, but they used to show all the time in the Philippines. And my brother and I used to watch the, particularly part four a lot. And they're just ridiculous. They have the hopping vampires. Okay. And what, I remember that. I mean, like they jump up and down? Yeah. Like, um, I believe they're Chinese films. Okay. And they control the vampires by putting this yellow banner on their head that has like uh, writing on it. And the vampires literally stick their arms straight out and they hop up and down, follow and follow him around. Still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> I, I honestly think that I think you would appreciate them, Daryl, because even though they're slightly martial arts movies, they're more on the comedic side of things. Um, Brian, I'm pretty sure you would like them. It's just a matter of finding them. Yeah, exactly. I, I actually, I'm going to do some digging after this and see if I can find them. I know there was some release somewhere, but I need them to be re-released now. All right, Brian, you got anything else? Uh, go check out Kate's only fan page. Yes. Yeah. I believe she said it's what nine dollars a month. Eight nine nine. Yep. Um, but I do sales all the time, so probably be doing one um next week. So keep an eye out. Okay. I won't, but hey, if that's your thing, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Again, to me, I, I it's just when it's people that I know, to me it's awkward. I mean, I can see that though. Like I can see certain, you know, certain things being awkward with that. But I cannot like I can see both sides of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, like you said, like Brian brought up the point last week. I say that it's awkward, but I own pretty much all of your movies. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> like we literally just saw her naked and naked Campbell campers. This is true, but at the but same not time, doing that, the that same things art. that I yes, do on OnlyFans. Uh, yes, no, no, <laughs> it is different styles of naked. This is true. So. Yeah, exactly. Like for instance, I just posted a photo of me in my orange Cassidy shirt. Oh, but a not great. safe for work one. <laughs> no, that's enough to drive Daryl away. Well, now I have to. <laughs> because you know how much I love Orange Cassidy. <laughs> By the way, I, I cannot stand Orange Cassidy. I was being sarcastic. What? <laughs> you know. <laughs> if you can't tell, I absolutely love Orange Cassidy. But anyways, I guess that's going to be all. Unless you guys have anything last minute? Nope. Okay. Nope. Well, then thanks so much. And... Uh, at least two-thirds of us will see you guys next time when we talk about Castle Freak. Woo! Later. Peace out. <laughs> Merkin. <laughs> Merkin. <laughs> Saturday night.